Okay, this is Dr. Missy Hood. I'm seeing if I can get this off there for a second. It's probably going to start. Second, but welcome. Welcome to the 15 Minute Rev. I'm Dr. Missy Hood. Uh, and I hope you had a great. We're back. This we've got the holiday. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. Rita, how's it going? I think everybody's kind of slow to get back the holidays today. So I hope you guys are doing well, though. Um, and I got to get together here. I'm not quite together this morning or, yeah, the afternoon by now, but it's good to see everybody. But I did hope you have a had a great Thanksgiving and that you're making your way back and getting ready. <clears throat> Pardon me, geared up for the Christmas holidays. And so got a lot going on. Again, we've got a lot going on. It's kind of slow, <clears throat> but I <clears throat> I'm sorry. Sorry about that. You're hitting my voice again. So, but um, just got a lot to talk to you about right now. We're going to kind of ease our way into it um, right now with what's been going on around the body of Christ. And I do have a prophetic word for a lot of you um, with what's going on in the bride right now. I know that people are probably burned out completely now. And, and I've even noticed that I've even kind of fallen back on um, listening to so much of the, I don't even listen to bunch of bunk so why bother it's kind of my thinking but um i uh <clears throat> i think the only person we can listen to now is god should have been listening to the whole time. and um i really really believe that the enemy's definitely definitely trying to shut down the truthers they're the religious church is trying to shut down the truthers right now too but we're not going away i've got news for everybody we're not going anywhere god's given us a voice it's not you that gave us the authority, it's him, and you're not him. Trying to uh, wake up a few people here in the religious right who think that they've got power and might, your false authority. Now uh, you're sinning. Judgment of things that God has put in place himself. So people that God has put in place himself. And so we're not going anywhere. So uh, welcome to our world. You can either join the rest of the bride and you can get off your duff. Start doing what he's telling you to do, or you can go through like many of you are fixing to do. So um, I, I am glad to see everybody back, though. So we've got a lot of things happening right now regarding the nation, regarding uh, the bride with what God has been doing and trying to prepare us to come inside. And, and my hope is that that is you. My hope is really that that is you. And I'm also sensing as a prophetic voice, I'm sensing the bride and the whole body, well, not all, but it's starting to happen where people are starting to wake up right and they're starting to see <clears throat> they've gotten behind. And so there's this hard right formulating around some. And so we are being forced around hardcore in the spirit right now as we come through C4. But What's what's the word that God has for you today? God has um the prophetic word and the last encounter I had with the Lord was last week actually earlier this week and um it was called the puppet theater that's the prophetic word for the day the puppet theater blue and silver foil stepping back into a wonderful life because what I'm sensing when even when I say that that there is a there are two streams flowing and both 
one of them's not really vying for power as much as the other one, the one that's sinking. That's the fake church because they're mountainous. So we're already starting to see that shift if you're the bride right now where they're losing firepower, thank God, and they're they're ticked off. They're madder than H-E-double-L about it. And they have no one to blame but themselves. And I'm not mocking them by saying that. Some of them got there accidentally. If they have, my heart goes out to them. I hope that they actually get themselves pulled back up by their bootstraps so they can step out of the old and into the new. But for the rest of them, they've got some humble pie to eat because God's going to have his way. He's coming on through. And so I don't know what to tell them, but this is what he showed me last week um, with regard to the two streams. And um, if you are the bride, what you're starting to see around your own self, hopefully right now, is that you're starting to see a lot of firepower, a lot of firepower. And so praise God, good for obeying the Lord coming inside. I'm really proud of a lot of you for because this has been a leap of faith like no other. I don't know if, what you think about that, but really to me, where we were challenged at the very beginning four and a half years ago to trust God. Hi, Patty, to trust God uh, with what he challenged us with about tr- stepping out of the old and into the new. And if you learn or know anything about keeping time, it's nothing like we thought it would be. Nothing. Uh, but if you think have to study, which we all had had to do, uh, about God with where he keeps reigning abilities that's in the cosmos, right? So we're called to sit beside him in heavenly places and rule and reign with him. And so everybody I find uh, that's stuck in the fake church right now, uh, they're stuck in this mindset, this bubble reality of, well, if, if this truth doesn't fit into my bubble, then it must not be God. And God says, my ways aren't your ways. So they're trying to force the ancient of days to bend his truth to match their false truth because it makes them feel too uncomfortable. And because stepping into truth would force them to deal with their heart condition. Is this you? Is this you? Or are you one of those who said, you know, God, I don't know where you're taking me. I just know it's you that's guiding me right now. You've never forsaken me in the past and I'm willing to go with you wherever you're willing to want to I'm going to go whatever you're willing to say I'm willing so is this you hopefully you're one of the trusting few so this is for intercessors before we get started today and boy am I feeling resistance praise God boy they must be Woo! I can feel it praise God Lord if it's a false authority watch this if this is false with authority speaking resistance well what do you have to say about that this is all you have to do, professors. You're the bride. That's all you've got to do. What do you say about that, God? He said, not mine. Strike it down, Job 36, 32, and boom, it just fell down. Qualified. That's the level of power you're stepping into, professor. This is you. So we can just keep going on through. Like God said he would do. It's not us doing it. It's him. See, God doesn't have to listen to man. He does listen to you when you're obeying him. But if you're not flowing in the same spirit, if you're not, if you didn't make room, him in your vessel that the, that segment of those false of uh, those five virgins who were too lazy to come inside <clears throat> what's happening you've lost firepower because you stayed in old wine so now you're no match for what god is bringing through he's coming through through his bride it's not us he's doing it to us so you're challenging him, not me anyway god bless you guys love you anyway we'll pray for you I do hope a lot more people wake up. That would be the best news ever. Think about what would happen 
the whole body of Christ woke up. What a warring, warring man. Can you imagine? Lord Jesus. So I hope that's you. So intercessors, you just an example of what God is doing. This is what's also hitting you. I want you to take note of this. Please write this down. Um, witches and Satanists are now making doppelgangers and clones of the bride or people that are operating in high spiritual firepower. They're making copies of you. Because they think that they can use authority or false authority uh, by those they are creating copies of to illegally create demonic realities around the bride. What's a demonic reality? A demonic reality is a false, uh, a false truth they want to bring. Their reality, their dimensions of past versus what God is bringing to pass. But you've got to know how to stand up against them. And I might I go challenge you to listen to sweet friend Daniel Duvall, pastor, nominal prophet, prophet. Um, and I think he's. But we're in part of the new move. He's <clears throat> of Christ and the war against all this witchcraft crap that's going on. But um, you need to go check him out. But they're making clones of you, those of you uh, who are warring in high levels now. They're trying to copy you. Remember, the devil always tries to copy what God does. But he can't succeed. Because the best news about this, and I kind of had to laugh off say this humbly like it's not us it's him it's all jesus but if jesus lives in me and god the father god the father god the omniscient he's all so when jesus prays to god the father above me the win-win for you because what god is doing basically looking spirit flowing out of the vessel saying is that me is that me that's forth because if I'm seeing myself, then that voice is going to come on through. And what you're praying for is going to be accepted by the Lord. But if it's a false authority, guess who God's not listening? That might be some of those who are operating church right now. So <clears throat> that's why their their prayers are falling to the ground, even when they use God's word. Because God's not seeing himself in them. So I hope this is not you. But this is what they fail to recognize is that God knows himself. Um, he knows when a vessel houses Jesus versus a false authority. And so it says, excuse me, so intercessors, you need to be dissolving all court orders, motions, uh, sentencings, executive orders, codified words, magic, spells, laws, even mathematical magic, Really go after this. Go after mathematical magic. Go after uh, physics, geometry, shapes, any false numbers used to create a false authority, false power, and neutralize them. I, I, uh, what do you say? Erase them. Genesis seven twenty. Nullify them, and it pulls down the whole equation. Everything. <clears throat> it's called mathematics magic. And so you want to bring it all down on the cosmos, NATO federal, state, city, county, and personal level. And it'll also pull down all the structures. Invitations. 
So you want to dissolve all these things made through false authority. Jeremiah 51, 36 and Jeremiah 50, 38. And for those of you operating in the true love of God, the bride, if your words are of God, they will stand. 1 Samuel 3. The enemy's going to try to counter you. I can tell you that. <clears throat> it doesn't mean he has the right. Trying to have his way. What he's trying to do to keep happening. So 1 Samuel 3, 19 through 20, this is what it states. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. And all of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, recognized that Samuel, Samuel excuse me, was a tested prophet. See what God between the Balaam's prophet prophet. That's it's also different. The bride is doing a separate. And and it's going to continue even until God begins to uh people are going to be paying a high price for not Matter of fact, this one, those of you who don't, falling away, I believe it's part of this. But it's also, I think, this is just me and my personal opinion on this, is that I believe that God is using it to get the church's attention, to get them to grow up, to force them to grow up, because a lot of them <clears throat> haven't wanted to grow up. They think, ah, a little dabble, do you? No, I can use God's power. The word is all I need. Well, yeah, God's word, you're right. But you're and part of becoming a pure spotless bride and coming inside is allowing God to come in and take up residence in you where he cleans you up to make room for himself because he can't dwell with sin. And so you're making room for him to come up within you with full firepower, intercessor. And in your learning, take your land. Starting to step into that ability. That's learning to be is let's move a little farther into the conversation. Um, I do have a prophetic word for the church right now. And um, actually, I was really encouraged last week because the Lord called me Thanksgiving Eve. And I got real excited. Love to talk to him. Absolutely love to talk to him. And um, I, I left because we were guests. So I, I left. I have to go. I have to get got into my praise. I started seeing a puppet theater. And and if you've ever seen a puppet theater, you know, if you make puppet theater, put in wave, slide of and, and the waves vision were blue and silver. But what got my attention were a few things. The first was that it was a puppet theater. That's what really got my attention. Because if you're a puppet of somebody, that means you're being manipulated. Okay, you're being manipulated. You're not being led by the Lord. And so that got my attention. And I asked the Lord what it meant. He said, it's when people, well, let me back up. With the foil meant too. He was describing what the foil meant. And he said foil means when people are trying to insulate themselves from something. Lies or life's cruel reality. 
which represents the religious, the fake church. And then they were also trying to cover up pent up anger, pent up anger. And so are the issues they refuse to deal with or get deliverance from. And, and I also believe it's uh, an extension of pride. They're angry in their own pride, maybe angry itself. But that's between them and God. That's, that has nothing to do with me, nothing to do with people that have been obedient. This is for them to take up with the Lord. And so this is then, in my opinion, the state of the current church or society where many have chosen to stay the same because they didn't have a deep relationship with Christ. But instead, they had a superficial one. The religious right. This is where they find themselves at. <clears throat> it's also those who have stayed outside. People who don't believe. So, especially people operating in the spirit of religion, though. But for the bride, got wonderful news for you. Um, life's fixing to get good for you. But my question to you is this. Have you found yourself arguing with the five virgins who refused to come inside? God knows I have. Lord Jesus. And I mean that seriously, because it, it's almost like we're arguing with a spoiled, rotten little child who's having a temper tantrum because they're demanding their own way. They're demanding, I am right. I am right. I am right. That little, that little spoiled, rotten attitude <clears throat> where they've gotten their way all this time, where God's given them the time and the leeway to repent and try to come up and get right with him. But they refused. So where was God again? I know I'm repeating myself from past reps, but I'm doing this on purpose. Think about this logically, if you can. Where was God going to start narrowing the laws at if he didn't do it now? I mean, if not, when? When and how? To get our attention, to make us grow up in him. So he had to do something to force us to align. So that's what started in 2023 as we started seeing the narrowing start to take place. Hence in 2024, which we're already seeing right now, if you're in C4, the Lord is saying, <clears throat> you're starting to feel some pressure build. Hey, Hillary, it's good to see you. But you may be starting to feel some pressure now built. But if you're not, you know, that's not such a bad thing either. But my guess for the right is that they are. Because they haven't come inside. And, and I'm going to get to that in a second where you're going to start seeing what I'm talking about. If I'm just blowing smoke or if I'm really telling you the truth, just stay with me. Because God's got proof in the pudding. But this is right now the bride arguing with the five virgins who refused to come inside. But let me challenge those of you who thought you knew more than the Lord. Because it seems to be a huge piece of humble pie being served up to many as they find themselves stuck outside. Which is kind of going to be make this kind of a hard Christmas for some of you as you start losing firepower and you have no way through. And the biggest favor these folks could do for themselves is to humble themselves before the Lord instead of throwing temper tantrums which is what got them stuck before. Because they were either too fearful, too lazy, or too arrogant to think that God wouldn't keep his word. Remember, God warned us for five years. Again, I'm tired of hearing myself say this. But 
right now, he seems to be repetitive and repeating himself again and again. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Okay, we got it, God, for those. No offense to him at all. Uh, I hope I don't offend, but it, it, for those of us listening, we're like, okay, we heard you. We're doing it. We're doing it. What's next, God? What's next? And we're trying to get to the next thing because we want to get there. We see the proof in the pudding. So this is where he's taking the church. He's trying to take them if they'll listen and enter in. So many have found themselves in a lurch as we enter into this Advent season that they've found themselves looking to the reason or trying to reason with the Lord. They're trying to get God to agree with them. No, no, God, I'm right. Not you. No, no, I'm right. God, I've been serving you for 35 years. I'm right. What is wrong with you, God? I know more than you, God. I am you. I've set myself on your throne and I am you. I've led your sheep for so long. Look at all my accomplishments, God. Look what I, 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 so much that we all want to vomit. And so he's the only one that can get them out of their current predicament. And yesterday, just yesterday, the Lord told me the problem, the problem with the current state of affairs in the church is that so many people won't get their butt off my throne that I have to literally kick them off of it. Because so many people are being, they're so used to being in control of their lives, which is what is making this new move a hard place for them to enter into. Because if you don't know anything about God, he's not going to share his glory with anybody. That's the God that I serve. He's bringing us back into the place of trusting him again, where we can enter in and learn to allow him to be the Lord of our lives instead of us being the Lord of our lives. Even if you're fivefold, let me stress that. Even if you're fivefold, a lot of you people in the fivefold, you've put yourself because of the little minuscule bit of power God has shown you and used through you, you've thought that you are him. Reality check, you're not. You're not. So back to the prophetic word. For the bride. Going back to the blue and the silver foil, um, the foil in particular represents selfish, fraudulent people trying to foil your future plans. That's the religious right. People that not find themselves outside. If you find people praying against you, leader, and you're the bride, what's happening? Command their words, their false authority to fall to the ground now. You have that much authority over them. They're losing firepower now. As of 2024, if they don't get their butts up and step inside and start getting into deliverance, that's the only key that gets you in is getting cleaned up. By the way, God made it easy for us. He made, he made an easy button. And they're so mad right now, but they have no body to blame but themselves. That's the truth. Eat your humble pie and get off your butt and come inside and quit belly aching and acting like a spoiled, rotten brat. When God's trying to show you where you're at to help you, he wants to make you fat with the glory, but he's the only one that's going to get credit for your story, not you. So these people are praying against those of you who have been obedient, trying to, their attitudes are like the crabs in the pot, the boiling pot of, oh, no, 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 we're safe in here. We're safe in here. We're the one trying to get out. 
No, 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 no. You got to stay in here while they're boiling alive. You know, that's just a special kind of stupid. That's a special kind of stupid for people stuck in that reality. Because that's dysfunction, by the way. Those are people just defending their dysfunction. And I've even seen that around my, my arena. I've seen people, they, they will die to stay and defend that dysfunction. Stay in those demonic cycles. Oh no, we are good. We are upright and godly. No, shh, shh, we don't talk about those issues. Those are in our past. But you're still operating in them. You're still operating in the sin. You're still operating in the things that keep so many people in your bloodline bound. When you could be a Joseph and you could be used to clean up your bloodline if you'd get off your duff and let him come in and clean you up. This, the whole Baptist mentality, a brushing under the rug. Maybe that's Catholic. I don't know. Evangelistic. I don't know. It's in all religions or all denominations now. But if you're not willing to talk about your dysfunction and own it, then guess who's not coming in? But God is working with those who want to get free. And they're not willing to settle for the status quo that some of you have demanded that they stay in with you. They're not. We're not. I'm not. I'm not living your lie with you. I'm getting free. I'm getting whole. I want to be everything he's called me to be. And I want to go farther like my mentors prophesied over me than anybody's ever gone before. We're taking land. We're taking land. We're standing up with him, learning to keep time, getting aligned. And we're stop, we're, we're trusting him enough to know that he has good plans for us. That wherever he's taking us, we know he's not going to harm us. Who is he going to harm you? So the only one you're really afraid of, religious right person, is you. You're afraid that he won't like you once he gets to know you. Guess what? He made you. Get over you. Get beyond you for once. So, what happened is that these people don't understand, these selfish, fraudulent people praying against some of you, they don't understand that God's plan will stand as the bride begins to move into her land. And then Jesus showed me a brand new dimension that he's entered us into. So for those of you who've been obedient, your Christmas is it's going to be like no other. With breakthroughs, without breakthroughs in. And I've already started to experience these used breakthroughs with prayer that I've been praying for two to five years. Big breakthroughs. Big breakthrough. Prayers are starting to get answered. Now, what happens if the head trickles down like the oil on the beard of Aaron? <clears throat> so I'm already seeing it. The biggest, the second biggest one happened yesterday. And, it, and I didn't even realize it until today. I thought, oh my God, I just got a huge answer to prayer. Huge. Huge. And it snuck up on me. But back to the vision. The blues and the silver blue in the foil. Blue represents might, spiritual communion with God, the word of God, grace, divine revelation, heaven, spiritual visitations, and blessings. While silver represents a price to be paid, a price for atonement, the soul's redemption or a soul trying to get free there's a price to be paid 
for getting free in the Lord. And see, people don't like the truth coming forth right now, so they're shutting down. That's the biggest mistake they could make. Because in trying to shut down a move of God, God says anything you try to do to a prophet or to a holy vessel, by trying to tear down that vessel, the Lord says, I will do to you. So be careful for those that you judge in this hour. Because God says, I'm the only judge, not you. And see, the problem that many of you are finding yourself having to address right now is your own heart condition. In that God is demanding, get your butt off his throne. Get up and get off. Stand and sit beside him where he can help bring you home. He's trying to bring you home. But you're so afraid. You're so afraid of coming near him that you're getting angry in your fear. And you're only delaying your progress with your own sin. So there's a price to be paid in getting whole. Silver also represents righteousness and it represents finance. That's for those of you who have been obedient. So and, and while I was seeing this vision, there was a song playing in the background. And actually the song uh, was called, Isn't It Just Like You to Turn It All Around for Good? And I knew it was him. And then the vision changed. And I saw a vision of all these beautiful horses running forth. They were just coming forth with might and with power. And if you know anything about horses running, horses running represents the sport of kings. To use the powerful competitive drive to succeed. And the Lord says that many of you are on a path to destiny. And you will succeed in the thing that God has had you step into if you've been listening to him. And then the final vision turned, and I saw a vision of myself in this big, huge ballroom. If you've never been to Europe, uh, I, I got the privilege of going to Europe in 89, and I got to go to Henry VIII's summer home. And they, when we went inside, I had never been, obviously. We got to go through the kitchen and see all the, we got to go see their church, that he had a church in the palace. And the kitchen was huge. It was probably about a, maybe a half a football field wide <clears throat> or long. Absolutely huge with the huge fireplaces. But then as we were exiting, I found myself going up this stairwell away from our group. And I had a choice at this point to go to the right or to the left. And I was afraid to go down the corridor because I didn't know if it was on our tour or not, but I was so curious that I stepped into the ballroom and I didn't know that I was in the Queen's ballroom and it was as big as a football field, no lie. And in the ballroom were these huge containers, like about 50 of them, maybe there was a ton of them, but they were as big as how can I test it? Have you ever seen a silo? A silo for grain? Maybe. That's probably too big. Maybe, a, okay, let me, let me rephrase this. A water trough, a horse's water trough. Picture 10 horse's water troughs in a circle. And inside that circle were all these flower 
And there were like 20 to 50 in this ballroom. And they were just absolutely grandiose and huge. And I was overwhelmed by the the beauty because it was painted like in gold paint. Things like that. And just the, I can't even explain the beauty in the place. I've never seen anything that looked so majestic. And the only palace I've ever heard that topped that was Louis VIII's palace. Versailles, because he went over the top, I think, to compete with the the Brits. But I stepped out of the ballroom and I started going down this other corridor, which I had no idea was the king's chambers, the chambers of the king. It was the the direction to the king's chambers. And I heard our tour guide say, Melissa. She was like talking and talking from down below because she knew I'd gotten off. But isn't that interesting? God would take me, because we're talking about the heart of the king right now. See one, two, three, and four, an intimacy with the Lord that I got to experience. And so this is the place the bride has now found herself in. You're entering into true intimacy with the Lord as you enter into C one, two, three, and four. And see what's what's so funny is that people with the old wine, the religious rite. And even some of the new leaders who think they're still going to do it that way, and I have to address it. You think you're going to do it with a little bit of the religion on you? God said, you're not going anywhere until you get that off of you. He wants you whole. Matter of fact, your new will not start unless you get free from religion. That's the first thing he's going to have you do. So all of you who think you're going to succeed at stopping the new move, good luck to you. Good luck. Have a good time. You're wasting your time. So God's doing a new thing, and you're seeing it now come into fruition if you've started to align. So the ballroom, though, that I saw myself in in the vision was the same ballroom. That's the coolest part of this conversation, where in the vision I saw myself dancing and waltzing with Jesus. What was so cool was that all these angels were surrounding me along with my forefathers from my bloodline. And I was confused thinking, how, why are they here? How are they here? But I was having such a good time dancing with Jesus. And he was so elegant as he twirled me around this ballroom where everyone was looking on. And as I danced in my dress, check this out. If you're a bride person, Joseph, your coat of many colors, your dress made of a coat of many colors to represent all of your generations who didn't get to finish and enter into their rest. I knew in that moment we were being used by God, the obedient bride, to make sure everybody in our I knew that. And these were all the Josephs. These represent all the Josephs now dancing with Jesus. As he told me, keep dancing with our son. Keep dancing. So then two nights later, he showed me a lush green garden. And I, I was absolutely shocked by the depth of the deep, deep greens of all the, the shrubbery. And then there were these beautiful orange flowers. And my prayer team partners saw butterflies, bees, and but everything was vibrant and alive. It was alive. And I said, God, 
what is this? What is this place? And the Lord said, welcome to your new land, little flock. Where everything is being made new again. As you've chosen to enter in. Because I'm the only way that's gonna, that you're going to be able to come in is through me. And having more of me. So I knew it was him because of what I'm seeing in the bride right now. With the new growth and the new hope and her abilities to war with such power that I actually never thought I'd see in this lifetime. But we're seeing it again. Which, for those of you waiting for your country to turn around, how do you think your country was going to turn around? How did you think this was going to happen? Because it, God's been waiting for a people group, a remnant, to step up to the plate where I believe we would start to see God in such a way and, and trust him again to be the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And that's what allowed us to enter in. That's what allowed us to enter in. But we're such a threat to the devil and these people who think that they know him. And God said, they don't know me. They're going to get the Lord, Lord conversation. So that's what ticks them off. That's what scares them. So they they shut off the truth because they're like, oh, no, that's not me. And God's like, yeah, that is you. That is you. You better be doing a heart check. Everybody better be doing a heart check today. I do heart checks every day. Because right now, the spiritual laws are getting so strict. If we come back to him, as we try to enter in and come at deeper levels, we have to be doing heart checks all the time. And matter of fact, thank you, Holy Spirit. What he's been telling us is that if you're getting the true king's decree, what that means is that you're asking God about everything. You're asking God everything you do, everywhere you go. You're asking, Lord, can I do this? Lord, can I do that? Because he knows What's there ahead of you? And I've literally had this saved my life a few times. So this is really critical in this day and time. Why is that critical? Because of the level of witchcraft operating on vessels right now. And I said, Lord, why, why, why? They can't touch us, right? And he said, yes, they can. If you're out of jurisdiction, if you didn't ask permission to go to that place, and I'm not covering you, I'm not obligated to cover you if you don't ask and, and align with me. The Lord said that what's happening is that the witchcraft, and if you know anything about how it operates, it makes people uninhibited. They're uninhibited to their sin. They're uninhibited to demons operating within. So they, the, witch, the spells that have been released against these people groups operating in this stuff have been strategically sent onto them to allow the devil, the demons, to flow with ease, to shut down the spirit of man, we, they feel like it's like they're a drone. They're just like the, the, they're in the twilight zone, which is what we're seeing on people right now. People are acting like they're in the twilight zone with no inhibition, no self-discipline. And they don't have the wherewithal to fight because they haven't grown up and allowed God to come inside. That too deep for you? That's what's going on. This is why he told us. I need you to come inside. Keep your lamps lit. Stay with me in this. I'm trying to bring you in. It's also why they're strategically marking the truthers. They're marking you. Wipe the marks off. Genesis 7.23. Wiped off. Erased. Trying to mark you as a troublemaker. Trying to mark you as 
somebody who's not aligned with God will welcome. You know what? Who's got the firepower? Certainly not y'all. So who's listening now? And trust me, when 2024 comes in, you're really going to be listening. Because you're going to need what God's trying to get you to listen and trying to get you to listen to. So he's been doing it to protect you. He can get you free from you. But for those who this word is for, the true bride, this is great, great news for God's true bride because but bad for those playing church. And by the way, let me just say this. When I'm telling you these hard truths, I'm not mocking you. But I am frustrated against some of you because of your arrogance. And it's like talking to some of my relatives who have been stuck in behaviors for years and years and years, yet their lives suck. Their lives suck. And you think, oh my God, and you want to defend that? Some of you will defend your right to die an early death, and you're the cause of it. Because you won't change and come inside. And I'm not a fear monger. I don't believe in fear. There's no love. There's no fear in love. But I am obeying the Lord and telling you what he's telling me to say. Because as we enter into complete C4, God has already begun to enter many of his bride through their new door. But his goal was to give the majority of the church a kick in the rear in his hopes and love for them. He wants you to draw near. He loves you. He loves you all. He loves everyone. And I don't believe it's his desire that people go through hardship, but he has to get us to grow up. He's demanding it for this new season. So the problem, though, in this season is that God's not being nice about the demand. So when he commands something from us, it's to protect us. But when the church demands its own way, they have nobody to blame for the dismay or delay that they've caused. All of you have caused your own delay. And God is trying to get us into a place of safety at all costs. So he knew what was coming. He knew this time was coming. And he began to help those running into the place of grace. He wanted people to enter in. So again, the nation of America is being turned around. I'm going to say that again. It is. And I'll say it because of the remnant or the God in the remnant. But we're not going to ever go back to the way things used to be. So you might as well get used to that. We're entering into brighter days. Things are going to get better. But it's not going to be the way that you used to live because you lived in a bubble reality. Do you understand that? A lot of America lived in a bubble reality. So now that we're stepping back into all truth again, things are going to become very truthful. What do we expect, right? So it may be hard for some people to stomach, and I think that's what's keeping the religious right stuck because they're afraid of what they're going to find out. Wouldn't you rather know the truth? Why do you run from the truth? That is crazy to me. I would rather take the bull by the horns and get over and get on with it because that means you're that much closer to joy for having dealt with hard things. And there will be hard things that we're going to have to face. 
So this transition place might feel like the twilight zone for the bride, as we're now seeing who has and who has not come inside. Because their thinking is skewed. And so many aren't making sense because their minds haven't been renewed. Hence, they lack common sense that they would have normally have had had they listened to God who wanted his best for them, to assist his wife, the bride, in getting dressed for a life fitting for her to live within. Did you know that God wanted to dress you for glory and blessing? Did you know that? That's why you were getting dressed up. That's why you're getting cleaned up. You're getting dressed for glory. God's rewriting your story, many of you as the bride. But those, if you don't choose to get cleaned up and get redressed so you can come inside, guess who's not going to get to participate in that? Until you choose to change and be changed. And it's the deliverance ministers. And by the way, you know, sometimes I wonder, I was reading on Pastor Dan's side. He's such a good guy. And he's so prophetic. Hi, Joyce. It's so good to see you guys. It's great to see everybody today. Um. But it's so funny to me because all these deliverance ministers are rising up right now. We're all just kind of sitting here waiting. We're kind of waiting. It's kind of like if you build it, they will come kind of a mentality for all of us. And if you build it, they will come. And, and you know what God is having to do? God is having to, he's having a step out on faith. Will you trust me as I bring you into your new as leaders? And so we're building these big ministries, trying to obey him to prepare for this new group of people that are going to be coming in. And they're just sitting out there, just sitting out there on their laurels, just sitting out there. And all the while, help is over here. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. And we're over here ready to do it. Hey, 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 y'all. We're over here. We're over here. And everybody's like lollygagging. Oh, I don't know what to do. Where did he go, George? Where Twain did he go? I don't know. And it's right in front of you. What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? By the way, it's in families too. You're 100% right about that. By the way, I want to tell you for Ezekiel's will, but I'm going to give us a plug real quick. We're opening up the ministry to the public. January 1. Uh, getting our website going and you're going to be able to join. It's going to be a $25 per month uh if you can't afford that we'll work it out don't worry uh, we will have a sliding scale thing but we're going to get you into training and uh we're going to provide a it's a year-long extensive deliverance package that starts taking you through deliverance at your own pace but it's enough to keep you busy for a year and then if you want to stay on if you want to stay on you're welcome to join us uh you're going to have a support group around you you're going to have Deliverance at your fingertips. We're going to start. You have to be here and going through deliverance first. You have to do that. You have to agree to getting cleaned up. You will sign an NDA. By the way, I'm going to prepare you for that too. Uh, because these are things that God has told us to do. And um, it, it's just something we do to protect our people too. And so as people are honoring, it's a first step of honor. We're going to start learning about how to come back to the basics of love. Uh, we're going to start teaching you. And matter of fact, uh, there's a prerequisite package that I would even suggest before you agree to, or you may want to do both at the same time. You can buy the modules that we're going to be selling. It's a, it's a 10 module packet and it's taking you in through for churches, how to take people groups through deliverance, uh, for leaders, whatnot. It's going to be about eight ninety nine, but it's worth the investment. And so, but it's, it's, it's high powered, it's fast paced. 
very fast paced if you want to get somewhere fast um, and it's worth the investment yourself if you want to invest in yourself but I would highly suggest that for people groups you all sign an NDA to use it and uh, then you maintain it and you start moving into your new and so that's what we're trying to get the body to move into and I have to re reseat myself in the seat because it hurts my tailbone sorry so but anyway that's what we're going to start doing January 1 and then if you want to continue on in the cleanup process because you like the uh, effects and the outcome of what you received then you can join up and uh, we'll get you cleaned up real fast I mean real fast God will we're not doing anything it's him but you can ask our peeps our peeps their lives have been changed I mean and I love this I love our peeps I love them love them love them and not because they're ours but it's just because I see God moving and we see the heart of God being reestablished again back to good old fashioned love. And I so miss that. I so miss that. And we had a hard time. I'm not going to lie. At the very, very beginning of this ministry, well, we caught flack from people because God gave us a strict mandate of this is how I want things done. This is how I want people onboarded. This is how I want you to train them. And boy, was the body immature. We got heat, people throwing temper tantrums, they leave, they'd hit C2 and they get ticked off. I can't believe you'd say that to me. I can't believe someone had slapped you upside the head before now. I can't. I got falsely accused of being a mean leader, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, people are holding you accountable now. That's what we should have been doing the whole time, is holding the sheep accountable, making them grow up. That's what we do here. We, we give you the accountability, but you can't be afraid to step in, guys. If you want to change, because this isn't, re correction is not rejection. You need to understand that. Correction is never rejection. It's just that we, we and we've had people have to face some hard things where they've taken the bull by the horns and they've gotten over it and gotten on with it and let them share their joy with you about what they've experienced for coming through. Because it's been worth the price that we paid. It's been worth it. So anyway, hope that's you. And as we come into this place now, where if you're entering into the latter glory, then you're going to have to be willing to be willing to do things a new way. You're going to have to consider these things. You understand that, right? So, into a new move, which requires you to learn how to move through God's heart again. Or you're not going to enter in. Do you see what he's doing? Do you understand what he's doing now? There was a time when the body didn't have to think about moving through God's heart. It just happened. The natural progress. And we moved through the stages of our life with ease. Maybe not with ease. We had challenges, but nothing like we do now. But if you think about this too, we also didn't have to deal with witchcraft back then. Very, very few people practiced it or we didn't know about it. And they didn't have the wherewithal to release the crap that they were releasing against us now. So the Bible states that in the end times, it's going to be a fight over times and laws. So that's the courts of heaven. And now we're dealing with time. Who's going to be the time, for, so to speak? Is it you or is it him? So you can give the devil power in your life by choosing to stay in your sin or staying in the heart of the enemy, the clock of the devil, or you can move into the Lord's heart. And let him lay a super on your natural. 
That's what he's trying to get us to do again. If we'll give him the control back. So that's the other part of the equation. You've got to let him sit on his throne. So Daniel 5, 1 through 31. Boy, have I gotten late. We're going to go over today. Talk about leaders and sheep stuck in pride and self-confidence. Your self-confidence is great, but it's not going to give you salvation. Okay. So regardless of however many, however many leaders are brought up, this is the problem in the church. We have two streams. I told you about that. We've got two groups of leaders now that have been formulated. Two presidents. <laughs> That's true. And um, only one's the real one. And um, But two groups of leaders in the body of Christ right now, same cat, different color, where we've still got old leaders out of the old move trying to tell God what to do. Trying to tell God, no, these are the leaders that we are going to allow to be brought up. And God's sake, <laughs> he's slapping his knee. He's like, really? Really, you think that's going to happen? <sighs> so they're self-appointed by man instead of God. And it won't matter how many new views they bring forth, these leaders. They have a viewpoint. They have a viewpoint. But if they refuse to change and be changed and delivered, they won't be entering into the presence of God. And what these leaders fail to realize is that it doesn't matter to God how many people they try to present to him. If God didn't select them, Joseph's father, the prophet selects the new leaders because they speak for God. Then they too will not be participating in this new move. Meaning your leaders that you select, man, that these leaders have selected will not stand. So it's just another example of the religious rights, arrogance, and pride in telling God what they think he should do instead of using the leaders that God has sent them to. <clears throat> God knows what he's doing. And these new move leaders aren't going to look like you. So you might as well get over you. So note to self, religious leader, you are not, will never be, the leader of the world. Many of you are just broke down vessels refusing to get free, thinking that you can bypass God's reality of raising your standards into what God says he will ever be, meaning your version of God, God is love, is way off. It's way off, and this is a hard word for some of you. This is probably going to be shocking to some things, to some of you that are listening. And so in your opinion, And the Lord says, so is your obedience. Your love is off, your obedience is off. And it's why God raised up his own leaders and left many of you out. Because God knew you would not change, but would try to rearrange things where you could stay in your sin. That says no. No. So hence you're not entering in. So God is now allowing other enemies, that's with the narrowing of the laws, that are caused and causing you to lose firepower as your enemies begin to besiege your lives to where maybe you'll repent and quit putting up a fight about who was God and who was not. It's what happened to Belteshazzar. You know what happened to Belteshazzar in the book of Daniel? Where he had the audacity. God had, had this is what God did for the new leaders or the old leaders to help them accept the new leaders. Belteshazzar was an old leader. 
But God had given him time to repent as he brought Daniel in. <clears throat> and he didn't accept Daniel. He still, these Belteshazzar still went to his soothsayers. And he, instead of calling in the truth, calling in the prophets that he knew would bring him through, he went to his magicians. He went to the people that practice witchcraft. He went to the people like him that represented his sin because he didn't want to be held accountable. They didn't want to be held accountable. I say they because it's many leaders. And so Daniel was forced to just kind of wait in the wings. And then Belteshazzar, in a last-ditch effort, said, send for the prophet. Send the prophet in. And God was actually giving Belteshazzar a chance to repent. But because of his arrogance, and in his ridiculing Jehovah, he got judged instantly for a sin. And he actually would have been spared had he not done that. But had he, he kept demanding that God do things his way and had not learned about those who'd gone on before him who challenged God and did their own thing. They got judged. Which is what Daniel, the prophet, tried to tell him. So warning every self-confident sinner. You will never become a winner of any situation when you challenge God with your own ways instead of seeking him. Because judgment comes when you least expect it, and it's happening now. And you'll know, this is the key for everybody, you'll know you're being judged when none of your words stand up against God's true bride. Your words are falling to the ground. So they're not God's words if they aren't sound. Which brings us to 2 Peter 2, 1 through 22, talking about false teachers. Woo! I tell you what, I've never seen God talk about false teachers so much in my life as we're seeing today. And, and it's actually encompassing big ministries right now. <clears throat> they're becoming false teachers because they're demanding their own way. They're staying in their bubble realities. They're trying to keep many locked, many sheep locked into the old by and by. And now God's having to say bye-bye because you won't let him inside. He wants a sheep set free and you're in his way now. So guess who's getting left outside? But we've entered into times where the sheep need to become astute in recognizing false teachers. And just because someone has a big name means nothing if they aren't aligned with God spiritually. And I think the most difficult thing for the bride or the sheep <clears throat> to deal with in general comes in making themselves look at their own lives. You have to look at your own life first. Because change starts with me first. It starts with you first. You understand that, right? How do you know this? How do you know if they're a false teacher? I have to ask you something that be honest with yourself. Is your life being transformed? Have you been getting answered to prayer? And if not, and I'm not saying you're going to get instant McDonald's drive through breakthroughs, because prayer does take time, but transformation can be instant if deliverance is on their mind. Okay, so you should be getting cleaned up right now so you can come inside. That's the word of the hour. That is the word of the hour if you're in the new move. And if not, run. 
You need to get the courage to step out of your comfort zone and make yourself do a new thing. And if you don't know what to do or who to listen to or watch, ask God to guide your footsteps into the new. Psalms 37, 23. You don't know what to do in any situation. Ask Psalms 37, 23. Because it works in everything God has led me to. Because if God's guiding me, He's making sure he's backing what he's guiding me into. You need to think like that, sheep. Because let me tell you, these fake leaders, these fake teachers aren't looking out for you. They're looking out for number one. That's them, their pocketbook. Matter of fact, that's why they're trying to shut down the new move. We're exposing them. But they're like, oh, no, no, no. They're trying to take sheep away from me. You bet. God sure is because you won't get your butt in gear and get aligned. And it's not their fault, the sheep's fault, that you disobeyed the Lord. Some of them will lose entire ministries because of this. They're trying to shut down God. You're not shutting me down. He's already told me we're going through, and it's you can't beat him. You can't beat God. So if the word of God says to reject all false teachers, their way of life, and their hypocrisy, leave it behind. What they do say and pray. Let me tell you why. Because there are some good leaders right now. Let me state this too before we go any further into this. There are good leaders out there with residue on them. And they didn't mean to get caught up in that. It's because of the condition that we were all raised within. Everybody, if you were raised in church, you were subjected to a spirit of religion at some capacity, at some level. And everybody goes to that test. I've been thinking that that for years. But if you're going to come out and through, then you're going to have to deal with you. And you're going to have to deal with what got you locked into that death structure. Meaning, were you just not wanting to change? Did you, did you want to be accepted in the old by and by? Because the church culture has this mentality of if you don't look like me, if you don't talk like me, if you don't dress like me, then you're not me. Or you're not God's. And by the way, let me give you note to self. We were never meant to be like each other. We're beautifully and wonderfully made in his image, not yours. So he's trying to get us free. Okay, so you need to deal with you and what keeps you from knowing him in your truth or in his truthful reality. And so, but for, there are some good leaders with the residue of religion on them, but God is bringing them out too from being stuck in the muck from within. But your job, sheep, is to obey the Lord regardless because you don't know how long it'll take for that leader to enter in, if they even choose to. And see, the problem that I see too is that because God knows the end from the beginning, he knows what leaders are going to choose to do. He knows what everybody's going to choose to do. That's why you need to ask him what he has to say about a thing. Lord, what do you say about this leader? What do you say about this person I'm listening to? He knows if they're going to change or not change. If you're wasting your time. But the problem, the thing that gets the sheep into a lurch is that we have this false sense of loyalty. We're more loyal to man than we are God. And God's like, I'm changing that right now. Who are you loyal to? You're going to learn to put God first again in everything. Why do you think he taught you about the true king's decree? Find out what he has to say about a thing. He told you these things. To get you cleaned up and mature. To help you so you wouldn't be duped in these times that we now entered into. So 
God knows what they're going to choose, and he has us all on a timetable because we each come from gifts and callings that God is now making able. He wants to use you, Jeep. He wants every one of us to be used, but you can't follow man. You have to follow God first. He's, you're learning to let him be first in everything. So a false teacher's tool is deception. And these teachers only fellowship with the sheep to find out what they can get from them, where they lure them into sin too. Think about all these religious right people, these leaders who are talking their intercession teams into praying against the new move people. Tell me where the love is in that. Tell me where the truth is in that. That's, that's abusing your fivefold giftings. That's abusing authority. And that will get you destroyed. I think it's 1 Samuel 31. You destroy yourselves with your own words. God says, touch not mine anointed. Bring my prophets and my prophetesses no harm. The safest bet in this day and time, keep your mouth off people. How about just shut up if you can't say anything nice? I'll be blunt about it. I'm not into being, I'm not into dancing around the elephants in the room anymore. And see, that's the problem in the church too, is that they can't believe, they cannot deal with hardcore truths. They want you, like the political leaders do too, they want you to dance around issues while they waste precious time, uh, while we could have already been in the divine, while they're jacking around, covering their, they're doing CYA, all of what it is. They're not looking out for you, they're looking out for themselves in their pocketbooks. They want to keep you stranded as long as they possibly can. So now you have to listen to him and him only. If you want to enter in, that's a hard word, but I'm going to be honest about, about it always. I'm tired of people wasting my time. We could have been so much farther along than we are now. Have we not been listening to man? Don't get me wrong either there, because I believe that we're to submit to authority. And if you're under a good teacher, a truthful teacher, a godly teacher, <clears throat> that's a different conversation. That's where you submit and you honor the Lord on their lives. And you're submitting to authority. You're following the Lord and you're doing what he says to do because you're in a good flow. You're in a healthy flow. People are being transformed. That's a different conversation. But if you're not, then you need to run because these people's destiny is judgment. Because like Balaam, they cause others to sin by using religion for personal gain or false guilt to guilt the sheep into being manipulated by abusing fivefold gifts. Where people see your faults and try to force you into their religious molds, which are not of God. <clears throat> but God's trying to teach you how to win by teaching you to only listen to him and come into deeper love and deeper truth and deeper wholeness that he's got. Okay, so caveat, I already said that. We're moving into, let me, let me just strike that. I'm going to move on into the next part because we're over right now psalms 119 113 through 128 talks about double-minded people <clears throat> ever met a double-minded person before especially in this day and time there's so many living in the twilight zone but you're you have to identify them in society but also in the church now you see them on the political mountain easily that's so easy to recognize that's called political speak if you've never um, ex experience that political speak is when uh, 
governmental leaders use jargon strategically to uh, their constituents. And they make you believe that they're trying to help you. <laughs> you might as well say the church is doing it too. But they try to make you believe in that they're trying to help you when really they're only looking out for themselves. And they're, they're going to go back and they're going to do what they're going to do. They've already been bought. They've already, some have, not all, <clears throat> but they have made under the table deals with lobbyists or what have you. So they're getting a kickback. And so, but God is saying now, I'm calling forth the tried and true. Is this you? And how do I know this? I know this because I used to work in politics at one time. I used to work for a governor. I've seen it in action. <clears throat> and it's very, very real. But you've got to be able to recognize when people are, I'm not going to say that, when they are blowing smoke, the nice way to say this, they're blowing smoke. And they're not being, and you've got to use discernment when they, you know, someone's just telling you what you want to hear. So you've got to ask the Lord, Father, how do you want me to draw near? You want me to draw near? And he may be leading you a completely different direction. He's drawing you away from the fakes and into the truth. But then you've got to be ready to deal with you. Okay, don't be afraid of, don't be afraid of dealing with you. There's nothing wrong with a lot of you. He loves you. He created you. He just wants to use you, Joseph, to get your bloodline free. So he can get you into safety and into blessing. He's trying to help you get your life back. You understand? Outside of the witchcraft. Listen to him. As he brings you in. Do your, give yourself the best Christmas gift ever by coming to him. Which leads us to Proverbs 28, 19 through 20. And it states, those who work their land will have abundant food. But those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. A faithful person will be richly blessed. But one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. Meaning you, there are no shortcuts in life for anything. There are no shortcuts at all. I want to thank you for joining me today. I want to thank also our sponsors, Margaret Rowe. Never checked out Margaret Rowe. Go check her out at margaretrowe.com. She's the place to shop. Her website is the place to shop. Ladies, by the way, do yourself, give yourself something special this year. Go check her out. She's reasonable. There are payment plans too. She has real gemstones as well as fairies. What do they call them? The Swarskowski crystals and other things, but you can get the real or the fake, whichever you want to listen, whichever you want to wear. But it's reasonable, and they're beautiful designs. She's been on HSN. She's been in People Magazine. She is LA's 2019 uh, Designer of the Year. But she's got some great designs. And I wish I had the ring that she gave me. I put it over there. I was wearing it, but she gave it to me for my birthday, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's got a diamond in it. And it's, it's beautiful. I love her styles. They're real, real clean. Not. But anyway, thank you, Margaret, for sponsoring uh, Ezekiel's Will. Thank you, Smack Talk Radio. And guys, don't get discouraged in the place we now find ourselves in. We're in transition as a nation. We're almost done. We're almost there. And you're right here at the breakthrough. It's right in front of you for many of you. That's how close it is. You just got to press your way through, but you got to get free from you first. You can come on into the new. But I love you. Go have yourself a great Tuesday. We'll continue the conversation on Friday. 
right on into the holiday season. I think we're going to be taking off that week. So we'll be off the week of Christmas. But until I see you again, have yourself a great day. I love you guys. Bye-bye.